If you love to be remembered as the person who gives the best birthday gifts, I'm here to tell you that 1-800-Flowers.com is your ultimate birthday gifting destination. 1-800-Flowers has thoughtful and artfully created options that are guaranteed to deliver the best birthday surprise. Shop thousands of unique gifts at 1-800-Flowers.com for exclusive offers and great values. To order today, visit 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. Welcome to the Barker Podcast Collection. The Not Playing Podcast. My name's Rob Howard, and this week I'm joined by Ian Bruce, Patrick Kay, and a good friend of the show, Adam Scott. Finally, Star Citizen Arena Commander came out uh, to backers uh, of the of the Uber Behemoth project. Um, and yeah, sorry, what project was that, Rob? <laughs> it was what, a what project Behemoth. was that? Behemoth or Behemoth? It, it was a giant. Isn't he? It's a giant. Beowulf, uh, like some Swedish Nordic leading. Oh. Well, yeah. It, so there was a little bit of a false start for this. Uh, there were a few bugs and kinks to it's, work out. It's so it's not been finished yet. This it's an alpha. <laughs> no, I mean, no, it didn't come out when they said that the uh, arena commander was going to come out. There was it was a little bit of a delay on that. Uh, yeah, there was actually there was a delay of uh, a few days. Yeah, to, to be uh, fair, it was only a few stuff. days. Hey? Think... Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think um yeah, that's right. When it was first when it first came out, you know, all these uh, stars sitting in the backers with massive hard-ons downloaded it and put it on um and then they found that they couldn't launch the game because there were no maps or the maps weren't <laughs> released or something like that. So, Too impatient for them to upload it. Floor in being able to, to be able to play because they've been able to sit in the starships in their hangars for for months. <laughs> Maybe so, that's yeah, there was a, wow, a, that would be amazing if that was to a say that, It to really say that was, there was a like being in space. There's would... nothing there. <laughs> just <laughs> emptiness. Just a vacuum. <laughs> just a vacuum of hope. <laughs> yeah. so, uh. so, so what do we think of it then? Uh, I've, I've only played it very briefly on medium settings <clears throat> on the worst ship. So uh, t- t- tell me, Adam, how, how, how have you found it? Do you, do you feel like... <laughs> justified in your uh, investment uh whether i'm justified in my investment i will probably have to wait the best part of a year to find out because that's when the game will be finished um up to now uh i think what i've seen so far is extremely promising um there is um it, it's certainly not perfect from i mean you know it, it but it is that we have to remember that this is the first public showing of the code that they've been working on for some time um, and despite the full starts and the slight hiccups and stuff, when it's working, I think it's uh, it's a really good space sim. Um, I, th- I'm probably finding it difficult to be completely <coughs> objective about how good a space sim it is, because I've spent most of the time I've played it wrestling with my joystick, remembering how to get it to go in a 
the direction I wanted to go. Right. Um, I, I when I you know I haven't actually touched a game with a joystick for <laughs> probably about ten years because there haven't um, been any. <laughs> well, wow. yeah, there is that. I mean, not sure. There's you know there's. Uh, I mean, I there was uh, the the um, great guys over at Hard Light Productions who have been keeping Free Space Two alive all this time. I mean, constantly releasing modded content. Um, I was trying to keep up with some of that and until. George was born uh, uh, eight years ago, and I've uh, I haven't really touched it since then. If I'm honest, um, um, but sorry, just do, there's a great Battlestar Galactica mod for Free Space Two. Diaspora, yeah, yeah I've okay. got it. I just haven't played it's, it. It's uh, pretty I've good. Downloaded, but I just haven't had the time to get it. Yeah, well, that's what I thought, and and I think um, <clears throat> I believe in that mod. You know, you can do the whole decouple thing, the whole going in one direction, firing in yes. another. That kind of stuff, which Free Space Two you couldn't, and Free Space Two I've probably spent more time with than anyone else. But you know, you could do that in uh, Freelancer, um, I think, which was I think I don't I don't even think it supported joystick, if I remember correctly. But it was all mouse and keyboard. Uh, but that was obviously Chris Roberts back in the day. But as as far as Star Citizen is <coughs> concerned, it yeah, there's there's still quite a lot of work to do. There's only two maps, um, but by chuff, it looks lovely. Um, are you running it with There's, everything on? Yeah, I am. Um, uh, I'm, I'm running it on... There's not an awful lot. I think there are ways that you can fiddle around with configs and stuff to get um, get it working. I haven't got anti-aliasing working in the hangar. I don't think that's not a default option. Um, but uh, in the game itself, um, I think it looks lovely. There's some, there's some videos. I posted a video on the on the group about this guy. Who um, somehow managed to land on an enemy ship? One of these oh, the Kirafi fighter. Signs, which, yeah, um, and if you watch them walking over that, you can see it, the Kirafi fighter. Yes, it does look um, like that a little. It don't know it. It does, but then again, it's a Chris Roberts game, so it was only to be expected, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, it's nice to see that influence coming through. It's cool. Yeah. Well, look, it, the, the, I, I tell you what. This is one of the things <clears> about <throat> Star Citizen that I, I like, and it, and gives me hope for it is the fact that. You know, I don't think anyone in the development world is is perfect, and far be it from anyone at, at SIG is doing it. But at least um, he has a very clear vision and passion for what he wants. Um, and the re- I'm I'm a massive fan of of this crowdfunding way of doing it because it enables people like Chris Roberts um, to to say, well, no, I'm not going to do what my investors tell me to do. I'm going to do the game I want. If you want to give me money, that's great, but mm. be under no illusion that I'm going to pander to every whiny voice that says I'm going to do this. I'm going to make the game I want to make and I've always wanted to make. Um, and I think he was probably, you know, they've done a great job in marketing the money and they don't need any more money but people keep throwing it at him and he's going to carry on doing what he does. So the first um, person shooter boarding stuff, that was all part of his vision, was it? Or That was quite an early idea, I think yeah, it was, I believe. Yeah, yeah, I think it was. But I mean, I, I think I don't think that was put up as one of the early stretch goals. I don't, to be honest, I got involved in Star Citizen quite late, only at the beginning of this year. I'd kind of ignored it up until then. Yeah. Um, but I, I can't remember what it was, but it came up on my attention. I knew about it when it first came out, but I kind of went, okay, well, I'll play it when it's released and didn't think anything more of it. Um, but uh, yeah, I think, you know, when it was clear that there was an awful lot of interest, I mean, you've got to remember that. Um, Wing Commander, um, the first Wing Commander, I think, was the first game I actually played on a PC. Um, I played the very first. My, yeah, my dad it was got mine one. As well. my, yeah, twenty and, years ago. You no, know, I'd never played anything like it. I'd never played anything like it because I seem to remember <clears> that um, 
there was I went through it once and I did really badly and I I remember the the final mission in the game um I was fighting a rearguard action as the tiger's claw was legging it for the safety of space because they were getting their ass kicked and I played it again um and did things differently and, and was a better player and we completely stomped over the enemy and I destroyed the enemy base and it was a completely different ending and I was like what the, what the hell's this you know I've been playing you know I, I played elite but that was a very different game um you yeah. know but it was the first game that I had that really kind of diverse ending in, um, and it kind of stuck with me. And and the whole Wing Commander games were massive in the States. And I think that's one of the reasons why it's got such a higher funding, because there's an awful lot more of interest in the States than there probably is for Elite, where a lot of people don't never heard of it. You know, And a lot of the kids that played Wing Commander have a little bit more disposable income these days. Which helps. Well, that's very true. Yeah, so, there, there's an awful lot of that. Yeah. But Arena Commander itself, yeah, there's there's still a lot of work. I don't. Uh, the HUD is a little bit, um, unless you've got a, a big guide like I don't know some kind of user manual, for instance, uh, which is available. I just haven't had the time to read it. Um, but the HUD itself doesn't feel very intuitive. You know, um, <clears throat> you can. I've worked out how to flip between the different screens, but I'm not really sure what a lot of it is telling me. There seems to be a lot of data replication from one place to another and I don't know why looking at my guns on this screen is different from looking on that screen so much um, and I, you know but I haven't been able to spend an awful lot of time working that out I've been mainly resting with my joystick uh, <laughs> as I said my hotel system I had a rush of blood to the head and went out and bought it when I got all excited and I thought I've oh, no, invested in it now I'm going to bloody well learn to use it but it's it's taking a bit longer what, what so, joystick was that you got? I got the Cytec X52 Pro ah yes because I thought yeah, I mean it's a lovely, it is a lovely bit of kit, and I, I was always, I had Cytex sticks when I was actually playing regularly, but this is the first one with a proper thrusty bit on it. Oh, it's, and it's two, so many is it two so bits? I have no idea what to do. Yeah, you've got the thrust, the throttle on one hand. It's, it's hands on, uh, help me out here, Pat. What is it? Hands on throttle and stick, is it? Is that uh, what it yes, I believe so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I believe Shit, so, yeah. that looks amazing. So, yeah, how much it is, is it? It's got button. It lights up. It's got lights. It's got one of those metal things you, you on the you, you flip up the safety and then you can press the red button. To and it lights up. But the default, right. it lights up, man. Awesome. Okay, I'm forty something. Um, <laughs> Hold on, it's two hundred and thirty pounds. No, it's not. You're looking at the wrong fucking joystick. Which okay. one are you? Which one are you? Which X, one was it, sorry? The X52 Pro. X52 Pro. It's 100 and something. Oh, it's 100 No, hang on, my wife will oh. listen to this. It was £45, love. £135. £139.99, only eight left in stock. So hurry. No, up. I don't know where you're going I didn't pay that much. Yeah, uh, okay. That's anyway, fine. It's, 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 Jesus. I mean, the default config configurator, uh, you, you, you can't configure it directly from the interface. You know, the fact is, this is an alpha, and there's an awful lot of stuff, usability and quality of life features that are not there yet. Um, so if you want to change your... I, I downloaded a configuration for it from one of the very useful guys on Reddit, um, and uh, it, it made a big difference, actually, because um, buttons were laid out a lot more sensibly, and because I didn't have to... You know, because button wasn't here, I could then apply more pressure on the stick, So because I wasn't accidentally firing my chaff and that's not a euphemism um <laughs> all over the place um you know and it, you know it just made, made it a lot easier to try um and but I, I think the combat's there the guns are a little uh I, i've only actually really played around with the 300i because that's the that's the ship i bought i've got a hornet but i'm not going to have it in game so i've decided to leave it in the hangar i'm just going to play the 300i and trying to get my my head around that and i think i'm finding it difficult because <clears throat> 
when you haven't played an awful lot, there's, there's an awful lot of guys I know who are playing this who are, you know, they're playing War Thunder, they've been playing all the other ones, they're real flight enthusiasts, and they know instantly how to control their joystick and to pitch and yaw and everything else, and I'm still trying to remember. Um, but um, I can see that um, if you know what to do, this does feel really nice. I spent quite a long time flying around the asteroid map, um, and you know, I was this is the last time I played. I was really starting to get the hang of controlling the starship and the drift and turning off the G safe so I could pull tight at turns and all that kind of stuff. And when you when you really start to get to hang the handle with how the avionics work on the ship, all of a sudden you can see that it's it's the kind of game that if you commit to learning how to drive it properly, you'll be rewarded. You know, it's that, and I can see now why chris roberts quite often cites dark souls as an inspiration for the way he wants his game to be played <clears throat> because in dark souls as which is another one i've been playing recently th- there's a real drive to to push you to um learn everything picking something and learning how to bloody well use mastering it, you know? it. and i yeah and i think a lot a lot of that's going to be true for this you know there are a lot of people that are planning on getting every ship in the universe and i can get my massive fleet and all the rest of it i don't want that i want Two or three ships that I know how to, you know, stop on the end of a pin and do space break maneuvers like you see in the adverts and all the rest of it, you know, and that that's what I want to get out of the game. But you have to commit. You have to commit to it. I don't think I think if you want to go in and, and breeze through and have an arcade shooter, maybe it's not the one for you. Other people are saying it's very arcadey. I don't know. Maybe they they're more experienced than I am, but you know. I'm having fun. I, I yeah. thought it did feel very simmy. Um I played a played a lot of Sims yeah. recently and that was the that was the overall feeling I, I got from it that they had really kind of respected the laws of physics and things like that to get to get the feel right. That's that's how I that's how yeah. I came away from 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 the yeah, uh, arena commander. Um, yeah, yeah, like I I I I think you're I think you're right about how it, it's going to be about specialization and people learning how to use their ships. I don't think you're going to be able to just jump into one and then jump into other and expect to be able to fly in exactly the same way. And that's exactly how it yeah. should be with a sim. Um, like, for example, like a set of Corsa, which I've been playing a lot. Um, I, I'm really good on certain tracks in like a, like a Formula One car. But if, if I get in like a Lotus 49 or something like that, it suddenly feels like I'm in a shopping trolley. And, and you have to relearn the whole the whole thing from 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 the, you know, dealing with the, the limitations and, and the uh, the abilities of that vehicle. And I, I think that's what you're going to get with with Star Citizen. I hope so anyway. Yeah. Totally agree. Yeah, I, I do too. I mean, he's Chris Roberts has been very clear about the fact that he loves the whole combined arms thing. Um, and certainly from what they've been talking about, the scope of the game, there are certainly going to be situations where, you know, you're going to need, you're going to need uh, strike fighters to take out, you know, picket defences. You're going to need heavy attack things to take out other point defences. You're going to need bombers, you know, for, for some of the larger missions. Um, mm. You know, and then there's going to be ships to transport um, you know, first-person shooter-type players onto ships to board them, take over. You know, there is a plan on the forums for. I don't know whether you've seen the the, the original pitch uh, cinematic thing where there's the great big carrier um, and he gets oh, yeah. attacked by these ships that come out of the asteroid field. There is a plan on the forums to find one of these carriers by the people playing pirates and take it over. You know, they want to board it and take it and turn it into a pirate mothership, uh-huh. which in the persistent universe, the devs have said, if you can do that, you can do that. And there's also going to be some, um, uh, you know, like 
battle scarred ships that were abandoned out there just to be found you know as salvage now you could either sell it or you could you could uh you know patch it up and turn it into your own ship and i think it's quite exciting from a you know i'm not an mmo player very much um but i think this is as mmo as this game is going to be it's not going to be in the same way you know it's not going to be level gated Mm. it's going to be skill gated you know yeah if you want to get in a ship and and go to the most dangerous part of space um, and try your luck there, then you can do that. And there's, there's not going to be anyone going, uh, but you don't have plus five armor of 60 for good and you can't come in my yeah. lane, and what's your, what's your kill score? Yeah. There's not going to be any of that, you know? Well, there might be, yeah. but... I, I, I but think you know I've mean? got I'm a very similar that guy. If, if, sorry, listeners, if, if that's you, I don't mean any offense, but I'm, I'm not part of your clan, all right? I don't like all that I, I, I totally I like, agree with I like that, though, mate, be, because I, I, I'm, I'm in the same boat. Like, I, I never really found that much per- personally appealing in, in the kind of traditional MMO as, as they have been for the last decade or so. But there's more and more of them yeah. coming out, which which are MMOs, um, but not by that traditional mold. And they I'm finding those yeah. more and more appealing. Things like uh, Rust, Star Citizen, stuff like that. There is and, more uh, and more reasons for me to play MMOs, basically. Was there yeah. anything else you wanted to say, Adam, about Star Citizen? Before we move on, um, only that it's uh, as a work in progress. I think it's I, I think it's pretty good. Um, I'm probably not going to spend an awful lot of time with it because there are other games I want to play. I'm going to come back periodically um, when they do. Oh, the other thing I wanted to say was um, I've downloaded Voice Attack, which I've got to get working, um, which is um, the ability for you to speak to your computer and have it. <laughs> perform macros and stuff. I've seen some like of it connect. working, and it looks fucking amazing. Yeah, like connect, but not yeah, connect. but you don't have to be a you don't have to be a plum. Yeah, you don't have to fucking pay much. Have the it's, NSA um, spy on no, you? No, there is a thing. But you know, because and the main reason because I want to yell <clears throat> shield at the top of my voice when I when I <laughs> I'm getting a missile. Coming. Dispatch yeah. Warrock um, penis. <laughs> uh, I hope someone does a there mod. Is all that. I hope a mod. Someone does a mod for Arkham Arkham Knight, so you can talk to your Batmobile. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> Yeah, and find some people in the city as well, other than cops. Yeah. Uh, I have a question about Star Citizen, if I can. Um, Do you think it's at the stage where it's worth getting it now, or do you think it's worth waiting still? I know it's a... Well, that's a a difficult question to answer. I mean, look, the fact fact of the matter is, um, if you you become a backer of Star Citizen, then you get the game when it's released. Yeah. Um, and if you were thinking it's the kind of game you're probably going to get anyway, there's no reason not to. You don't. You don't. I know there's a whole thing about buying starships. Uh, I mean, strictly speaking, you're back in the game and you're rewarded for the amount you yeah. pay with a starship I, you get to play in this game, rather than just time the basic ship. But I, I would say that there isn't any real. You don't get anything in the game that you can't get in game when it's yeah. released publicly. So. Mm. If you've got any doubts at all, or you think Chris Roberts has had enough, no, no, I've already backed it. I'm just, Um, I'm kind of Elite Dangerous uh, went into the kind of public alpha or whatever it was stage last week or the week before. Yeah, and that looks really good too. And I'm just wondering, as I robbed a bank a few weeks ago and I've got a bit of money left over, um, (laughs) that. Perhaps I could get into one of these now, but then I've got a ton of other stuff that I'm never going to play, and my Steam list would, is getting bigger well, by the week. Say, and the Steam Elite's sales actually, next week. I would say there's more to do in Elite. It's actually premium beta, so it's actually further along than that. Which, for Elite? Yeah. It's the yeah. premium beta that's, that's, that's just kicked off for Elite. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot more there. Um, it, it, it's if you a want lot more finished. Do, there's, 
there is far more to do in elite. It's much closer yeah. to if, if you if you're not that worried about one or the other, then well, I, I mean at the moment in Arena Commander, there's two maps and and free flight yeah. of the same maps. So you can well, do combat, and there is a bit of multiplayer. But so some people it's progressively are... harder waves of enemies, isn't it, or something? Yeah, it's 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 all right. effectively. I had a quick go. I have I have backed both of them. Um, elite from the elite videos, it looks really really nice. But my worry mm, about yeah, the, the premium does. whatever it is <clears> now is if I pay the money to get access to that and it comes out next month, I might be a little bit narked. Well, yeah, there is that. Um, anybody know when it's going to be out? Uh, you, the non-ridiculous beta is going to be 50 quid, I think, and I think that's in a month or so. Oh, okay. It's right. a cu- couple of months. If, you, if, you, if, you're a, think... if you're a backer already, can you not upgrade no, it's, yeah, I, you, what you pay? No, to, no, it's the can. same price. It's, st- it's still 100 quid for the oh, premium, okay. I think. Mm, I, yeah. I thought both of these games come out when uh, the Consumer Rift comes out. That was my understanding. I don't think it will be on the same day. <laughs> no one said that. No. No, that's what no, I... That's no just that. your... No, that's what, Bo- that's what yeah, Rob, Rob said. said. <laughs> Rob said, oh, this is how it works. <laughs> and when it doesn't come out, there'll be a ton of posts on the on Facebook with him going, Oh, it's not what I expected! Rawr. To be honest, <laughs> when the Consumer Rift comes out, I'll just buy Arena Commander. So, there we go. And, and a new computer. But, uh, <laughs> I think they. Yeah. That's the problem I realised this week after playing that that I needed a new computer to play it. Really? Uh, Although yeah, I doubt. Yeah, I doubt optimisation is. I can I can run it in sort of like high, in in normal on the normal screen, uh, just normal in two D whatever, um, and get like a, a pretty reasonable refresh rate, somewhere like between fifty and sixty. But as soon as Rift mode goes on, it drops down to below twenty, which is completely unplayable right um so yeah, yeah. If, you, if you want to play it in vr which i think is going to be the 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 real way to play all, all of these these space simulators to be fair um god yes you're yeah. going to need a beast to, to run it so I should, I should get another four gig graphics card then is that what you're saying uh perhaps another perhaps. one yeah. i think oh, it, it was is that I think it's I'm gonna I'm gonna upgrade my CPU. I think that's the the weak spot in my in my link. Okay. I, don't, I don't know, I don't know how how much of a beast of a graphics card it needs, but um, it's I certainly need more more CPU power. Well, you so guys are all packed, You guys are packing i sevens already, aren't you? So you might yeah. be faring a bit better. Well, you, like you said, you're you're playing uh, Star Citizen and everything up. What kind of frame rate are you getting out of? Um, I haven't actually benchmarked it, but it's very smooth. Um, it, I haven't got a little, I haven't got anything running to tell me how many it's gone, but I haven't noticed any noticeable stutter. Um, I've, actually, I get more stutter in the hangar than I do um, playing the game, uh, which is which is good. I mean, yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot about this game that I think they they have got right. I you know I don't think the acceleration, feel the feeling of acceleration is quite there yet. Although that may be different with the rift. No, I'd agree with um, that. Although when you when you've got a missile coming in on you and you launch your countermeasure and the missile goes off right near you that feels proper good. that feels really good yeah yeah you, you get you get the right sound effects you know <clears throat> it just feels like you just narrowly miss getting hit by a bloody great missile rather than an orange bloom somewhere off in the background yeah um, and when you do if you are unfortunate enough to accidentally smash into something traveling at high velocity towards you um yeah, the, the, the sensation of impact yeah the sensation of impact is 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 fairly hefty and i think they've so there's a lot that they have got right but there's awful lot that's got to work on i don't need in the middle of my 3d display 
a large holographic version of my ship that takes up most of it. I really don't need that. Also, it's it's really difficult to work out what the hell's going on. Also, because the art direction is a little on the dark side, um, especially yeah. on the maps in question, I did find that I was ultimately just lining up the square with the circle a bit, um, and not yeah, not actually that, seeing I, any detail on the <clears> ships <throat> until they were until I was crashing into them, basically. <laughs> but that is most space combat games, though, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. To be fair, I they are like that a bit. You are, you, you've got your target highlighted in a coloured circle, and you've got another circle you've got to try and lead it into. Yeah. I mean, when you get... yeah, I, I think the, light, the lighting is certainly different on the two different maps that I've seen. I don't know whether you played the asteroid map or the... I had a look the at other both. One, the dying planets one. Well, yeah. I think it is to do with the lighting, and a lot of that will change. I mean, one thing the CryEngine does very well is lighting, um, and I think they'll I think they'll get that sorted out. Um, it's not an uncommon criticism, actually. I've, I've seen that knotted about. Um, but uh, yeah, for a first release, I think it's I think it's it's showing an awful lot of promise. Cool, cool. Now, where's the rest of the money gone? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hookers and cocaine. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, there was a great little meme, wasn't there, with Chris Roberts uh, and a pile of white powder, wasn't there, I think, somewhere? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's very funny. Yeah, meanwhile, at SIG, yeah. yeah. That, that was that was quite funny, because that was when everyone with the rage was going on about the maps not loading. <laughs> Someone posted this picture of Chris Roberts with cocaine all over his I think, face. I think, <laughs> I think what you may have done with the money is taken it to a forest and buried it there. Smooth. <sighs> Nicely done. <laughs> I'm in the presence of an absolute pro. <laughs> There's so much to learn. There's so much to learn. I'm making notes. Uh, yeah. So tell us so about the forest. I've been playing the forest. I too have been playing awesome. the forest. Awesome. <clears throat> it's, it's I watched great. Matt playing the forest. Oh, cock. This, this is this cock. is of oh, all the games that are coming out this year. This is the one I was the most excited about by by far. And now you've played um, it. Are you still and, excited? And now I've played it, and I've. I've Eight hours in, I'm still excited. Cool. Um, oh, good. I think I've only I've only really kind of scratched the surface on what the game actually is. Um, so essentially, like you'll you'll spawn at one of a, a few different points on the map. It's a huge map. Uh, I I don't know if it's as large as Rust or if it's larger because I haven't seen the whole of it yet. Um, but yeah, you'll spawn spawn in these different points. Your your plane crashes, so you 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 basically start the game exiting this. Um, this half half of a, a plane as you see your child being taken away by one of the cannibals which is really creepy um and you basically exit the plane you're told that you you need to make yourself a, a shelter really quickly um and make things like a fire and to, to find food you've got lots of different types of things like um there's rabbits and kind of lizards that you can hunt, kill with your axe, or you can pick berries, which will just give you a kind of like a, a stamina boost. So you can you can immediately um, uh, refill your your kind of running meter. Um, your so you you basically go out. You you have to build a camp pretty much anywhere, um, and you there's there's varying sort of levels of it so there's like a kind of one that's made out of leaves which is really quick and easy to build there's one that uses a few logs you have to actually have to physically cut down a tree which feels great in the game you, you know you swing axe at these trees and you watch them topple and they, they they turn into sort of like four or so logs that you can then build stuff with and it's it is very similar to rust which is what i was hoping for really um it's, it is it's much quite darker a lot like though. a single player 
It is extremely yeah, it is dark. Although I'd say less scary than than Rust uh, because I think the only uh, sorry I think the only reason it's not scary at the moment yeah. is the AI is a bit ropey. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. They kind of stand um, there and go, and then they'll just stand well, there for a bit longer. Yeah, I'm, I'm I mean, into your that fire. is kind of part of what makes them interesting is that they 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 don't have very predictable behaviours. So, like for example, um, I was playing it today and. A group of three of them sort of snuck on me while I was cutting down a tree in in, in the woods, and uh, yeah. they they stand and they watch. sort of they were hissing and sort yeah. of making noises at me, but not coming towards me. And then one of them inched forward, and I swang at them with my axe, and the other two pegged it and yeah. left him on his own to deal Fuck with it. Leave Dave, we're which off. is great, and and that's the kind of thing that happens. And then um, I when I, when I knocked that one that one person that one uh, cannibal down. Um, you didn't kill them, it sort of just knocked them onto the floor and then you do, you do just like a, a finishing killing blow. But I didn't do that killing blow and one of their mates ran back and started to drag him off. Um, he was cool. basically taking his mate out, out, of, out of danger, which yeah. is really cool. It was, and all those kind of little... Yeah, like you say, it is, it's very buggy and it's a bit ropey at the moment, the AI, but it is definitely it's, doing some kind of interesting things still like a, that. It's a, it's a good experience, a good Really good yeah, experience. Yeah, definitely. I mean, and I mean, things like that, they'll run up a they'll run up a tree. Um, that's what, to, to that's get what away the tennis balls are You can then cut down. You can throw t- tennis, tennis balls at them as well. So <laughs> not about <laughs> a tree. Oh, that's great! Oh, uh, you think um, you're getting away? You just wait up there. <laughs> Can't you build like effigies out of people's heads and stuff? Yeah, yeah and I haven't worked out what the purpose of that. If it's just it's, to it, kind it of just keeps them away from coming near you. That's all it is. Oh, it does. Yeah. Right. Okay. But, cool. So yeah, you can yeah. pick up their their limbs and. And basically make these horrendous it's quite sculptures. disturbing. Wow, really? They, like, they I really like, like the yeah. idea of that. They look like the kind of things I mean, I don't a psychopath like the, the comes of... up with on his, yeah. on his A-level. The, the, the menu, work. the what, menu, yeah, um, but I think that's the, the menu for it is Sorry, like two arms, four legs, and three heads, and put these things yeah. together with a few twigs, and you've got this effigy that you can set fire to, and it it deters them for some reason. Don't know how that yeah. works. You have a little, yeah. you have a little book of well, uh, things that you can make, don't you? Yeah. Like... yeah, you have like a kind of survival book, which is a really clever way of yeah. doing it. All the crafting is done through that. So you, you're told to open this book right at the start. It will tell you the very basics, like build a fire, build a shelter. But you can scroll through it, and you can, um, you can see right. Well, I can make a defensive wall, and that will, it will tell you how many logs yeah. you need to build that. Or you can build a small garden area so that it grows berries that you can then harvest and feed yourself from. Or build a cage to put um, rabbits in so that you can breed rabbits and then get your food source from there. Um, I actually tried being vegetarian on one of my playthroughs and actually managed to last about 11 days, which is well, hilarious. Okay. But yeah, yeah, it can actually be done, but it's very difficult. Um, but yeah, like it, it's really, really interesting. And th- like I said, like uh, what I was saying before, like this is an open world game, um, an actual open world game that actually does what it says. And every time you play it, you will have a different experience. Things will happen that didn't happen before. Yeah. You will be surprised every time you play it. Yeah. Um, and you will probably change the way you want to play it every single time as well. It's very similar to Rust in that a huge part of how you play the game is by being bad at it at the start and dying lots and, and yeah. learning your way around it. Um, I have I've definitely changed my strategy completely every single time I've played it. Um, it's yeah, it, I'm, I'm really interested in the, the way that it's done as well. You've kind of got like a semi two part permadeath. Um, 
yeah. you, you've, you've, you've basically got two chances. So the first time you die, whether that be because you've fallen off a cliff or you've forgotten to feed yourself or you didn't wash the blood off yourself and you got infected or you got stabbed by a, a, a cannibal. Once that happens, you'll lose consciousness and wake up in a cave. Uh, and in that cave, there's certain tools that you can pick up which are advantage to you. Uh, things like torches and an, a stronger axe and flare stuff like that. And you've just basically got to... You, a flare gun, yeah, as well. And you've, you've just basically got to leave that, that cave and that's that's your like your first warning. But after that, if you die after that, that's it. That the was game beautifully handled, Pat. People mm. will write stories about what you haven't said there. That's excellent. <laughs> 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 yeah. It's very good. But yeah, there, there is some real... There's some real horrific, horrifically scary moments it's in it. The, and, and, and some... Sorry, the, again. There's certainly parts of it that remind me of the very worst parts of The Descent. Um, yeah, where, and Lost as well was another yeah. thing that really came to mind playing it. So it, um, it kind of feels yeah. like a cross between The Descent and Minecraft. <clears throat> and I don't mean cutesy, yeah. blocky Minecraft. I mean the, fuck, if I don't get something t- today, I'm going to be fucked tonight type of Minecraft. Which yeah, is a great game. That is a, that's a great part of it. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's definitely part of its appeal as well, that you've got that really a really good balance between kind of serene moments and then horrifically scary moments yeah. where your adrenaline's running. And that's I, I love it when games do that. Skyrim does that very well. This does it even better. Yeah. You, you, you can easily you know spend half an hour just sort of picking up berries, gathering, crafting material, you know, building a shelter... <laughs> And, and just taking in like the beauty of the the world, um, <coughs> you know. But if you don't cover your ass, if you don't yeah. gather that stuff, yeah, yeah. if you don't build that shelter, then come night time, you, you're going to have a bad time. Or even when you're doing that stuff, and you kind of get into a like a trance doing it. I was trying to build one of the. Mm. the there's a bigger house that requires like 64 logs to build it, and I the, haven't managed to do it yet. I've tried <laughs> trying to get the logs. Christ, what a fucking chore that was but i got into what? A, I, I got into like a pattern of i'll go and chop, chop the trees let them start rolling down and when i've got mm. loads going i'll run backwards and forwards with them and you just kind of get into this trance state where it's it just becomes like a job and it doesn't mm. feel like a job because it's quite pretty and stuff but you're just looking at the mm. logs and where you're going to take the logs and one time i chopped mm. some logs gone back to the camp put the logs in these log boxes and turn around to go and get some more and there was just a cannibal standing right there and it's just <laughs> the fuck what do you want yeah <laughs> and actually, they, they want heard to you chopping me. down those those trees basically <laughs> yeah like yeah. I, I i've had a similar similar sort of experience where i've been sort of just wandering about picking up berries and sticks and then just look up and then there's three yeah. cannibals you, and you, you kind of forget the dangers and, there because it just yeah, feels like that's right that's right you're just doing because stuff. you're constantly into weaving between these kind of serene crafting and you know you know easier survival moments yeah. and the uh, the shit i need to get the hell away yes. from these people moments um, can i ask a question about about mm. the, the how the your interactions with with the cannibals mm. um i mean you're saying i mean start off saying the ai is a bit chunky or whatever but i was i was kind of interested in in the whole fact well they just kind of watch you and try and work out what you're you're doing mm. how does those uh, do you feel like the escalation in their aggression towards you is just part of what they're, they're supposed to program to do <clears throat> or do your actions have a direct effect on how aggressive they are towards i've, I've always found it's Both. been my actions because I, I, they just creep the shit out of me so i'll start going towards them and then i'll trigger <clears throat> them 
I guess. Yeah. Mm. Um, it's also a strength in numbers you're... things. Like if you if you bump into one of them, they're less likely to attack you. I think if there is a group of like right. five or six, they'll they'll be very lordy and they'll they'll probably attack you quite quite quickly. But, um, when I said the AI, the AI was a bit shonky earlier, first of all, early access. This is the first public release. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I agree. It yep. was mainly yep. the combat that felt a bit like everybody was on rails, moving backwards and forwards, stabbing at each other. Yeah. Um, the creepiness of them when they're just watching you, like you you pick stuff up and look over in the distance, and there's three figures just on the on the skyline yeah. and stuff. Jesus, Whoa, the, the watcher in the woods. It, it yeah. is extremely creepy. Um, the mm. combat is is good. Just watching them sort of doing their own thing as yeah. well. You know, it's they, like they can just be. It it really feels like you've invaded their world. <clears throat> exactly yeah. like Lost. Well, and, yeah, and they're just going, well, is he going to die or is he going to leave or do we have to kill him? What should we do? And it's like they're standing there thinking, what what should we do? Because when you were discussing the, when you said that, you know, you can put heads Shit. on heads on poles and, you know, make effigies and stuff to scare yeah. them off. I started thinking, this this sounds like there was some inspiration from, you know, I Am Legend, the original, not the Will, Will Smith one. Yeah. <laughs> but in, you know, in the original... I Am Legend in the book and 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 the Charlton Hester movie, you know the lone survivor who's who goes around. Uh, you know he is he's the legend of the story because all these monsters that he's fighting against and defending himself against <clears throat> to them he's like the bad guy. He's like the villain. That's like the, the, yeah. the major horrible monster in the night. And I'm wondering whether it, 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 you know, it sounds a lot like this. Oh, this guy just been on the island. And now he's chopping people's heads off and sticking with yeah. sticks, and we've got to go and attack him because otherwise he's going to. I mean, to be fair, they are hunting. cannibals. Which I don't wish to be cannibalist, but that's not you know as a life choice. There are there are other ones you could make. <laughs> yeah, um, I suppose. Interesting take on it, though. Yeah. The the developers said that. There is actually uh, like a definite end goal to the game, um, although that's not going to be immediately obvious to people when they first start playing it. I haven't worked out what what that is. Um, there's certain parts of the world you can't access yet. Um, there's a big sort of mountainous area that I tried to walk towards and it, it w- wouldn't let me. There's things I've seen in the trailer that I haven't seen in the game yet. Um, and bearing in mind, I've played it for about eight hours. Um, so yeah, I think there's probably still quite a lot of it that I I haven't seen. I certainly haven't seen all of the map, um, and I haven't seen some of the horrible things I've seen in the in the trailer yet, yeah. which are going to be really <coughs> creepy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a really good. It's a very 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 early um, point point in its development. But yeah, so far it's really impressed me. Um, I hope I hope to see more sort of more sort of um not not games like this so much but games which take this much risk um in the future it's 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 yeah. really nice to see i think it's it, especially such a small team has produced this and they've already done such a such a cool job um i'm really excited to see where where it's going to go yes there does seem to be a larger amount of games that are risk to or, perhaps risk taking is the right term, but certainly trying to do something different. You know, there was a long period where it seemed like there wasn't anything apart from just franchise churn. I think um, it's just because it's, it's the uh, era but... of, of indies, really. There's just so much more yeah. indie content coming out, and it's so much easier for indie developers to produce stuff, which looks yeah. as good as, as The Forest. I mean, it's, that's a, it's a, it was a Unity uh, game, like a, lot, like a lot of the other kind of 
big indie stuff. Um, I, I think it's just getting easier for smaller teams to make you know, content of this quality. And, and that's, that's, that's what you're going to get. If you don't have as many suits breathing down your neck telling what you do, you're going to get innovation. You're going to get actual art and, and risk-taking. Yeah. That's, that's, that's yeah, yeah, exactly. That's why I'm such a massive fan of the crowdsourcing model. You know, sometimes Absolutely, it works, mate. sometimes Absolutely. it doesn't. But I'm, I, I think cutting out cutting out the whole publishing thing and you know i'm not saying all publishers are evil men but it is a business and i understand that i need to make money we all do but mm. you know as a consumer of these products it's very easy to tell you know dragon ace 2 as we were talking about before you know very easy to tell when the corporate stamp has been applied on something and, mm. and creative ability has been restricted in the need to meet a, a ship date you know mm. so yeah i'm all for it all good definitely uh, yeah. before i go on about uh, a, a game that has similar kind of values. I just wanted to ask: Have you had much crashing on uh, the forest? Because uh, none Matt at all. Actually, about none at all. No, no crashing. Oh, it's probably Matt's shonky PC there. <laughs> oh well. Hmm. Uh, the weirdest, the, the biggest bugs I've had have been really silly things like seagulls landing on seagulls. Um, yeah, I haven't had too many game breaking that's bugs. That's really yet. disturbing. It's oh, like the birds. Think... It's absolutely it's quite weird, isn't it? <laughs> it's nature. They're making little seagulls. And, uh, when I when I built my effigy, they would just land on the effigy as well, and then some of them would catch fire and fly yeah. off and die. <laughs> <laughs> weird, 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 weird. Uh, oh, light. Yeah. Oh, hot light. Yeah. <laughs> so I've been playing a a little indie game uh, called A Story About My Uncle. That we have mentioned a few mm-hmm. times before. We're just going to call it Uncle, right? Or your Uncle? What? Uncle Game. Okay. Uncle Game. Your yeah. Uncle. Story about a man from Uncle. Uncle Game. <laughs> <laughs> um, My uncle's Uncle. So yeah, this is a game that was likened a little to Mirror's Edge uh, on the basis that it's a first-person game that has no combat in it. Um, it's a game about traversal. Um, it's basically a game uh, about being Spider-Man, really. Uh, you kind of have a grappling hook and you use it to attach yourself to uh, <coughs> surfaces and then you fly towards the surface and then you kind of use the momentum. Sometimes these surfaces are moving, so you use that uh, that kind of locomotion to uh, propel yourself to another place. Um, it's not a very long game. I finished it in about four hours, although... I think the last hour or two of that was just dealing with like an incredibly well for me I found it quite a steep uh difficulty curve um the I don't know did, has anyone else tried this yet I played it for about an hour no. I think yeah <clears throat> yeah when you get to like literally half the game takes about an hour and a half right. and then the, the next two and a half hours is like the last two chapters uh, there's like an ice cave and you're having to uh, attach yourself to stalagmites or stalactites, whichever the ones are that go down. Um, and so, but you've only got three charges on this hook. So you've got a basically, you, you have to use two, you can use up to two of them. Then you have to hit a crystal to recharge it. Then keep this going all the way through this curvy cave where you're attaching yourselves to these stalagmites that as soon as you attach to them, they disintegrate. So you've cool. only got so much time. So it's really tough. Sorry. That sounds cool. That sounds quite challenging. It's ve- it's very cool once you get the hang of it. Um, but it, it was like, I was getting kind of frustrated with it. Um, it's fairly light on story. The NPCs in it are a little uh, crude. Uh, 
like the way they're modelled, they they seem very weird, gimpy, like alien things. I don't really get that. <laughs> um, but uh, I don't know. I I would say uh, it's a great <clears throat> idea. Um, I, I I wouldn't call it a game of the year by any what's, stretch. What's the actual story about, other than obviously your uncle? It's you've got to go and find him, and all right, and, and you basically go sort of into this kind of weird world and and when you arrive there you meet this strange kind of indigenous people that look like these weird gimpy aliens with boggly eyes and um and then you you sort of end up find you 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 have to go in search of your uncle and that's really all there is to it and you on, along the way you kind of there's there's a, a weird that weird uh you see in the trailer this kind of worm thing with a big eye and and you have to kind of avoid him <laughs> But that's like one mission. It's yeah. it's a very tiny game, you know. Wow. Like they, it's not at all uh, what I mean. The trailer, you sort of see it all in the trailer, kind of thing. Really, it's a bit honest. like Gone Home or one of that type of thing, where it, it's more an experience and it will be over quite quickly, and you'll kind of be glad you've done it. But I don't yeah, think you necessarily yeah, totally... go back and play it again. No, I probably wouldn't. No, I mean that it looks like there's certainly alternative paths through the levels. Um, there's bits where you can go sort of, you know, lower or t- or go higher ground. Also, I tell you what though, uh, I kind of, I think I misunderstood because <coughs> there's symbols on a lot of these surfaces, and I think the idea of that is that's where your uncle was. Right. That's, and I thought those oh, were the okay. points that I could attach to. So I think in if I did go back and play it, I'd probably be able to be a bit more creative with where I attach myself to because I, I thought that that was. I don't know if I missed that or it wasn't very well explained, but... Of those two, which one do you think it was? You missed it or it yeah. wasn't well explained? I, prob- I probably missed it. I was very tired. I just got back from uh, Stag doing Brighton, so uh, it probably wasn't the best Blame someone else, yeah. I still finished it in a single session, though, um, and uh, I did I did enjoy it for the most part. Um, I'm, I'm kind of glad it, it, it didn't go on for too much longer, though, because I think they kind of milked that idea to death really uh, within the confines of what they're able to create I think they probably yeah. would have needed a bigger team to be able to make a you know a bigger game but it's an interesting idea you also have like a uh, it's weird you kind of got like this mega jump as well that yeah. you use in combination it's like a rocket jump and, without any rockets it's a bit weird yeah but you it's it's almost a little bit sometimes I was a little frustrated that the, it wasn't so free flowing it, uh, and it's it very fiddly, became, isn't it? That jump. It, if you yeah, fuck it, it up, often you're became going like, down in the wrong way. It's just yeah, really lots of repetition, yeah. and and like in some cases there was like a certain way of doing it, and that was it. Yeah. So yeah. I think if they were going for the, you know, free form approach, it as you like, they should have probably gone that way all the way, and not just sometimes. Yeah. So. I think it will look good on the CV of the developers, and good luck with whatever they do next. Uh, it's it was it, it is a good experience, and I hope I'll finish it. Maybe they'll get a job at uh, Dice and can help them yes. bloody get, finish Mirror's Edge too. One game that I it's unlikely I'm going to finish is Among the Sleep because it scares the shit out of me. <laughs> you giant baby! I am a giant baby. Yes. Um, I don't know why I bought it. I think because it has Rift support. I think. Mm-hmm. Is this the one where you're a toddler? Yeah. 
Is yeah. that right? Yeah. Even within the first within the first ten minutes when his teddy bear started talking to me, I was freaked the fuck out. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh shit. Wasn't Ted then? No, no, no. Uh, yeah. I've I only played the non horrendous first bits where you're just a baby and it's just all about eating birthday cake and stuff. But it is in, it is incredible in the rift. Like is it? it it's really weird looking down. And having yeah, your little having a, baby. A, a baby's body. <laughs> You've got like a baby's body, but yes. it looks so seamless when you look down. Yes, it's so it's weird. Really well done. Um, Do you like that um, scene in uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind where you're like you're hiding under the table when he goes back? It's a his little regress- bit like that. Yeah, it is a little bit yeah. like that. But you're like <laughs> your mum's sort of like feeding you birthday cake at the the table and stuff like that. It's really weird, really really weird. But Did you it, see? It, it looks yeah. looks great at the at the start. I I haven't played played enough of it to to really. Is that because you're scared as well, Pat? Bits, or? But, uh, yeah. <laughs> It's not just yeah, me. I don't Thank like you, brother. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, that was a nice experience. So I'll, I'll just cap it at 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, I've had my birthday cake. I think I've, I That's think it. I've That's the end of the game. It, so. That's awesome. What That's the end of the game. <laughs> <laughs> Any, uh, could you guys uh, sort of identify any reasons why it's got a little bit of a trouncing on the, on the review front? Because reviewers are dicks. Okay. No, it, I don't know. I was interested in it, but I I just saw that it wasn't getting the greatest reception. Well, fifty so percent of the of the people here have said it's a good game. Yeah, the user score is a lot higher. Yeah. Is that Metacritic? You're. <clears throat> yeah, I'm on again. Metacritic. Watch. Right. So, so what's the point of it then? I've heard it's what, a quite a slight game, isn't it? Another one that's not it's all a, that. It's a survival horror. Um, so basically, I think the the main idea of it was to play on kind of sort of like childlike primal fears of the dark and things like that. Things that go bump in the night. The, it certainly the, the very does early that. rift demo. Yeah, definitely does. Definitely goes bump. But the early the early rift demo that I played, which was um, set slightly further along when all the the nastiest stuff starts start to happen was very much like that it 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 kind of felt like they were kind of playing on the the you know that that kind of classic fear that every kid has of just being on their own in in a house with the lights off and and just playing on that and you know using things like sound and there is sort of small incidental movements to kind of just keep the tension up i don't think this is a spoiler and uh edit it if we think it is but Part of the, the the closing bit of the initial room is your teddy comes to life and he you get in the cupboard with him and the cupboard's dark and it, Teddy says, "Oh, if you're ever in the cupboard and, and you're worried, just just I think it's hug me or something and I'll I'll provide light for you." And so you, you <laughs> hug him and you get this little uh, like sphere of light around you. And I was a bit confused by that because if, if I'm hiding in the dark, I don't necessarily want light in the cupboard to see what's in there with me. <laughs> and it was just about then I thought I've got something else to do. <laughs> Such yeah, a you're, girl. you're thinking like that as an adult that makes objective decisions. A toddler probably wouldn't think that way, would they? No, they wouldn't. But I wasn't playing mm. it as a toddler; I was playing it as an adult. <laughs> ah, but that, but that's interesting because the thing is, it's like if the game is designed to be about the fears a toddler would experience, how effectively do you think they've managed to convey that to you as a game playing adult? I think. Uh, I think 
from a toddler's point of view, I can believe <clears> that <throat> holding my teddy will make me feel better. And that's basically what the game is saying. With yeah. that. That's just that mechanic. It just happens to provide you light with where you are so you can see other places that you need to go or things you need to pick up. Um, the, but, the trick it seems to play, really, I think, is, is using the, the, the scale to... Like, well, one of the things it does, at least, is it uses the scale to kind of distort things. So, like, in... Right. Uh, uh, when, you, when you sort of walk around in that cupboard, you find, um, like, a, a, a bit where there's some clothes hung up. There's just about four or five coats just hung up in a circle. Uh, and yeah. if you had walked into that room as a, as a normal height person as an adult or whatever it it, it would it wouldn't even stand out at all it would be it wouldn't mean anything at all but because you're <coughs> crawling around on all fours or you're you're down on the ground they they those four suits or coats or whatever they are become these huge looming these billowing characters. things yeah. they look like you're yeah, surrounded no, by these that, creepy yeah. people in cloaks or coats or whatever they are so it's all about kind of making you see the world from the kid's perspective and how it how that changes things. I think I think that's I think that's what they're they're playing on a lot in the game. One of the memories I have from one of the distinctly weird memories I have from childhood is at my primary school we had what I thought was a huge mountain on the playing field next to the school, and we'd roll down it at lunchtime, and it would take about twenty minutes to roll down it and stuff. <clears throat> and after I'd left and grown a little older I went back there for uh, I don't know to see someone that's I went back to the school when I was older that sounds a bit weird but anyway (laughs) when I went back and and saw that massive mountain in the on the playing field it came up to my neck but when I was a kid it was the biggest (laughs) thing in the world ever and I think the game does that quite well that's it's like the billowy Mm. coats in the cupboard um yeah it puts you in that childlike place and you see the world in a different way so having teddy comforting you is just another way of doing that yeah yeah okay cool sounds like there's some genuine value to it then i may well check it out there's some other games i can mention i think we all could but uh, yeah, we can save them for next time i can save and save them this has been the not playing podcast in partnership with notlistening.co.uk uh, you can get me on twitter at Bobby Rocker, B-O-B-I-R-O-K-A. I'm at EboGB, which is E-B-O-W-G-B. And I'm at Patrick J-K-A-Y. Are you doing Twitter these days, Adam? Uh, I can resurrect my old Twitter account, certainly. Um, I'm at at Kura, that's K-O-O-R-A-H. Awesome. Uh, you can contact us on email at notplayingpodcast at gmail.com follow us on twitter at notplayingpod you can find the show notes for this show at www.notlistening.co.uk home of the not listening podcast and a host of other treats you might be interested in if you're listening on itunes maybe give us a review that's all for now until next time see ya boy boy bye boy goodbye
yeah, it's one-one the football. <laughs> like anyone cares, but Brazil. <laughs> Apparently, an own goal from Brazil. Oh, oh really? <laughs> Cocky getting two. I've got them in the sweepstake. Just... <laughs> yeah, not a good start. Uh, not a good start. Not really. I've got Argentina. I've got Brazil, I've got Brazil and England. You have got Argentina. Yeah. I, well, they've uh, they're still dishing them out. I think. Uh, Oh, I don't know if there's another chance to do it now that the competition started, but I don't think all the teams well. have gone. There's, and we've still got Germany and France. And Eng- no, England Wednesday. I think Germany and France were still there, so I was going to double dip, so maybe. What happens if someone, if you don't have all the teams gone and one of the missing ones, one of the ones hasn't gone, it wins? What happens to the pot? You get your money back? Uh, I guess you just drop it down, don't you? The, I don't know. I don't know the rules. <laughs> I should find out. I should find out tomorrow. I will uh, talk to Benedict, who's organising it, and uh, find yeah. out what's happening with those other teams. Yeah. But yeah, we both did pretty well, I think, with our what we got because uh, Argentina are like just below Brazil's favourite. Yeah, absolutely. So, did you do a sweep at work, Ian? Uh, we did. did that go yep. on. Um, Who'd you get? I got Croatia, who have just scored the first goal of the World Cup. Get it. Against Brazil, who are I probably can... going to fucking win it. Yeah, I got. Argen- I hope so. I got Argentina. Did you? Yeah. You're that. You're good. that guy. Malvin is my ass. <laughs> right. <clears throat> what are we doing next? Or like the yeah. forest, which you've also been playing, Pat. That's not an MMO. It's not. It's, it's not. not. It hasn't even got online. No. It's no. It's just single Purely player. Single player. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, for some reason, I've assumed it was multiplayer. Yeah, Crossed no. a bit of editing there, eh? <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> but anyway, we could segue into that now. I'm just looking at yeah. the time, is all. And Star so Star Citizen, nothing like the forest. <laughs> <laughs> One game that is not like Star yeah. Citizen is One the forest. One game that's not in space and isn't multiplayer is the forest. <laughs> <laughs> Hurrah for bungled segways. Yeah. <laughs> um, but. Socks are the number one most requested item in homeless shelters. Underwear is the second, shirts are third. At Bombas, socks were first. Made with comfortable details for everyday wearing. Then underwear and shirts too. All designed to perfectly fit. At Bombas, every item you purchase means you're donating an essential clothing item to someone in need. One comfortable clothing item for you, one donated to someone in need. Bombas. Comfort for all. Get 20% off your purchase at bombas.com slash comfy.